And then Greg's phone goes off on cue. Just after we told him to turn off the phone. And I've been thinking, I, I'm, I'm in the podcast, Scott. Call me later. Oh, this is going to roll today. I've been thinking, <laughs> I've been thinking a carnival of randomness could apply actually to the weather in this town, the way things have been going. But you know what? It can mean whatever you want it to mean. And we have in this Keith Richards 70 sheet Greg. <laughs> Darling. Greg is here. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. So I, we actually uh, did. We did Keith Richards' time. We were here. We said the show started at eleven when it started, actually at seven. So in the morning, so you'd be here. <laughs> but I just, I'm going to turn I just it over slept to here our, all night. So want, I'd be on time. Our <laughs> guests deserve a more erudite introduction. So I haven't had my coffee yet. So I'm going to turn whoa, whoa, it over whoa, whoa, to whoa, our whoa, maestro. Aer- what? What? Yeah, that was okay. a big word. Was big okay. Greg, Go your drummer will stick to the one syllables okay. for you. Dear. <laughs> but we'll turn it over to our occasional, you know, member of the show. He's part of the family. Here he is between making Christmas cookies. Ken. Good Ken. morning, everybody. Ken Colombo here. How's everybody this morning at the random? Carnival of randomness. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it could be better. So, well, you know, my our, stomach kind of hurts and my arm. Oh, God, Greg. <laughs> always, always got to put up with Greg. And we have today, um, we have a topic today. And the topic today that we're going to discuss is lists. We're going to talk about lists. And to that end, we have Franz? Mr. Greg Lists. <laughs> not Brahms. Oh, no, not Franz Lists. List. Oh, I thought you said Brahms. <laughs> I was like, no, not that oh, yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going I thought on. you said, I thought that was actually pretty clever of you to say that. Well, you know what his daughter was married to, right? No. Shopping? No, How do you I keep don't. it <laughs> in oh, <laughs> All right, stop, or we'll never get through this. I would like to introduce Greg Bell. Hi, Greg. Greg is the creator of Jazz Rochester, the ever-popular website that will tell those of the um, jazz world, uh, jazz aficionados, as we say, where to go, who to see, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, who's playing around town. And also with us today are Randy Fluker and Christine Piano Thompson, who are the purveyors of the Get Your Gig list that has been out now for some eight years. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which covers who's playing where, what, what, throughout the greater Monroe County and out further away um, uh, venues. So there we have it. We We got us a show. I'm very glad that you guys are here and you're putting that list together because you know, it's really hard to find a free time now. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually went out of print several years ago. I don't understand that. But, yeah. I always used to joke to people. I'd say, you know, I, I, where am I playing? I don't know. Let me look at a free time and see if I'm playing. My one free time I do have, like, I do have a free time at home because I actually had Rita Coolidge signed it when she was on the cover and she yeah. played here. Hey, does anybody remember Minstrel Magazine? I still have a couple of those. That came out. Like, no, but the, let's talk about lists. <laughs> uh, you want to start go with ahead. questions, Rob? Or? No, you could go on. I'm... All right, I, you well, know, one, I'll make one observation, though. Like I saw Randy has a Meg Williams shirt. Meg's playing at Spoken Out Chicks in a week on the 17th yeah. during the afternoon free plug. Mm-hmm. But nice, yeah. when I would always go, like, walk my dog or anything else, being, like, sort of an underground music person, for lack of a better term, and I would run into somebody out like in the burbs, wearing a shirt of a band I knew or something. I wouldn't even look like I'm walking in the woods and I look up, there's a Velvet Elvis shirt. I'm like, I know them. And he's like, I think I see you around. Then I go, Ryan and Alicia? It's always friends of mine. <laughs> I saw a, I saw somebody biking with this, with an Abilene shirt on. How to recognize your friends and neighbors. <laughs> well, I'm like in his own, walking my dog, looking down at the mud and stuff. All right. Well, then, let's, from oh, that, we'll segue, we'll segue right into lists. If you were trying to do the possible on this show, have like a steady topic when you hear us two. Randomness. I keep forgetting the random part. So I'm going to, Christine and Randy, 10 years with Get Your Gig On. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give us a little bit of the genesis of that. How, what, when, where, why did that start? Yeah. What did you feel was necessary to have to do something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, so I, I just started it uh, listing the weekend only um, and just 
for something to do. And, and as, it was right after free time went out. And as I was doing the list, I'm like, well, there's live music seven days a week in Rochester, mm -hmm. you know? So I started this list and doing my thing and not it didn't attract a whole lot of attention but it it was gaining momentum and then i met christine and she turned me on to more musicians and it just snowballed from there going out and going out yeah. and going. it's like i used to say just yeah. walk out the front door yeah. and it happens right. I, I was right. kind of curious as to how you compile it and how you get your information and do you have like a like a pecking order of clubs, or, or do you just call different people, or how do you find out about this stuff? We look it up. I mean, I know the bands so, tell you sometimes. But. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really like the average Joe is, like, they have no idea of the venues out there and everything. And I didn't even have uh, an idea of all the venues that are out there. And once you start doing this list and get acclimated with all the venues out there, then you... What we do is look at it up, and between the venues and the bands, sometimes they send us the um, what they're doing, but most of the time, it's uh, we all look it up. Greg and I were talking about that a little bit before we came in, in that probably 95% of the bands or performers don't even promote their own stuff. It's right. incumbent yeah. upon you to go out and look for it and yeah. find it, post it on their behalf. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, River Lynch made a good point when he was on here about two or three weeks ago. We were talking about the scene and everything. What he said is that now a lot of bands are going like to cideries and like brew houses. Mm -hmm. out and he, what his comment to me almost gets along those lines where he said, you know, there's a lot of people out there, they don't even know like what the scene is, like clubs that exist or anything. Mm -hmm. You know, but they'll go to these, too. and I've seen like some of the shows there. So true, and even since and since 2020 with COVID, that changed the entire mm -hmm. landscape. Yeah. I will say, yeah, I will, I will interject for one second. Though the funniest misprint ever, and I won't say who did it. It wasn't any of you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, the one time I have a picture of it, I had to show my friends. I've always seen, I've seen Jason Isbell like ten times. He's playing at CMAC, right? So I look in just. What I looked in, I'm not going to say what it was. I look, and it said Jason Isbell listed at Firehouse Saloon. Now the Angry Goat, he's playing at the Angry oh. Goat, and, and, <laughs> uh, and I'm looking. I send it to my friend. Go, and my friend's response was, "Wow, the Goat's getting some big names these yeah. days." <laughs> Could you imagine if somebody actually didn't realize and went like, "Where's Jason Isbell? <laughs> Here's a CD to play." Bait and switch. <laughs> I, I've made a similar mistake myself, where uh, I I was. Uh, I put in uh, Herb Smith, the trumpeter. Oh yeah. Um, his his jazz trio was playing somewhere, and I wrote down Herb Ellis. Oh wow! And published it, <laughs> and then who's been dead for? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Herb, <laughs> Quite a long Herb summed up jazz. To me. I don't know. <laughs> Herb summed up like the feel of jazz to me at his last show I saw with the trio, where he's playing a song, and then he stops. He goes, you know. That was the best ever we've ever done. It's like the improv of jazz and everything. It's like you hit that moment Never where, the, where everything's just on. Never the same. Greg, what is uh, what is your genesis on doing the list for Jazz Rochester? Well, I I wanted to learn how to use a like do a blog back in two thousand five, I think. Wow. And uh, I knew I needed to limit, because I have a limited, I have a day job, had a limited amount of time, uh, I tried to get a, a, a genre, because I love all sorts of live music, but I wanted to, Rochester had such a lively live music scene, I wanted to kind of use that as a uh, to learn how to do that, Twitter and all sorts of other things. But where did you go at first to start mining all of the different? Back then, you know, I, I you, you newspaper uh, DNC still had a few uh, city. I've always <coughs> used you know city, city had been a um, and at that time free time free time was still there. Uh, but uh, after a while, as I began to meet and get you know, acquainted with more and more of the jazz musicians, I get more of my stuff that way, either through them directly or um, through the a few venues still uh, that are p promoting, you know, pushing out jazz more than once every month mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or so. It, has the scene changed as far as, like, is it getting a little more 
not to use maybe a bad word, but mainstream as far as like, <clears throat> are, are more people just, oh, Jay, let's go hear some jazz, or, or, is, it or is it still a niche? No, no. well, one of the thing. things that the pandemic had an effect on was, uh, <coughs> it's limited to some extent by pay. You're right. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, working jazz musicians, they they like to get a certain amount, so you see a lot of duos now, and a lot of, right. uh, and a early lot of, shows and stuff, yeah. and a lot of early shows, most of our shows are in restaurants, and most of, almost all of them are outside the city. Limits. Right. Um, okay. But but Fair and that's enough. but that's somewhat of a change. There's fewer out of town artists coming in, except for the jazz fest. My my side is really focused on the other 356 days. Of <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, to and, that to that end, I was just going to say I really because you have a bona fide website. You know, Jazz Rochester is a bona fide website. We'll make sure to get all that in at the end. Hopefully. <clears throat> no. Yeah. 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 Well, it's jazzrochester.com, <laughs> right? It's a, thank, if you type jazz in Rochester into the Google, Boom, it comes. I'm on top. But so. it's, I'm going to use <laughs> the man. word robust, which is kind of, you know, lame. But it is because it not only tells you who's playing where, but links to all the other places about town. Um, and then some. I mean, you've got a lot of information that's on the site for anybody yeah, that's... Yeah, I have links to... Artist websites, uh, local artist websites, and links to the venues. The venues, and links yeah. to I have a link to the the musicians' union. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like I mean, just so that number is going to be handy for me to call so that I can shop. make a complaint <laughs> because we started so late. Right? That's right. Yeah. Have you found that the artists are reaching out to you now, as far as hey, let let them know we're playing here or whatever. They, they some do, some don't. Mm -hmm. um, some don't need to, right? Because they always fill up places. Uh, some venues don't need to, right? Um, like getting back to that winery thing, like I mean, that kind of like that's it's that whole chicken and egg thing. People sometimes go to certain places because well, there'll be a band there. Other people go well, I want to hear this kind of music, so we're gonna go to this place. I mean, do you have any thoughts on like how people pick? Going to uh, hear stuff. Gosh, uh, I think it's it's pretty random <laughs> uh, a lot, because a lot of stuff is, uh, here is uh, is really at restaurants. They're going out to eat. Right. They just happen to be. And it does limit there. the kind of jazz you're going to hear. And there's a lot of jazz communities in town. Right. I mean, and not a lot of they don't always talk to each other. They don't always consider that each other is playing jazz, you know. Yeah. So right. there's there's well, we're playing there are standards places I don't hear yeah. about because they don't expect that I would would want to list them. Uh, but I'm not the jazz police. I jazz like what <laughs> the jazz police. Yeah, well you mentioned something too a second ago that um, since the the pandemic that has I think affected all of us is when we go out to these clubs today, so many of them used to be no charge. You go in and then you buy your food and your drink and your so on and so forth and that was good. It was good for the business. It was good for the band. They were paid off that so on. Now it seems like a whole lot of almost everybody's got at least a five dollar cover yeah. in places that had nothing. And that of course we know the the food and the drink is pretty much double. And the five dollar cover is now ten dollars. Well, you're right. Yeah. But there's everything. another point I want to make too, like saying about knowing about shows and publicizing them. People would ask me, like I'd say, I saw a show. I'm like, how did you, how did you know they were playing? My answer would always be, well, I know the musicians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I would. Lo I look at. They call me at three in the morning and bug me. And, <laughs> and, yeah, I look at the list. And you think of like the the fruitful scene we have around here because I remember the day I'm you know old and broken down now, but in yeah. the day I'd see Ken out. We'd go be all week. Go. Where are you going next? Where are you going next? Friends of mine would move. You'd say like one of my friends moved to Atlanta. You would think Atlanta vibrant. I'll, he would say, the scene, it's nothing like here, like in yeah, terms of me like seeing stuff. Yeah. yeah, it would be common for me, before COVID, um, to sit down, I'd go through Randy's list, I'd go through Greg's list, I'd take a look, or, or special friend, you know, friends that were going to be playing. I would logistically create my own little what am I doing tonight list, uh -huh. and I might start off at Danny's, at Abilene's, and then swing over to the Little, and then uh, someplace I'll stop by... Uh, 
coffee shop that's got somebody else on the way home. I had the one. You're like the little. head of Hopper of the Rochester Music <laughs> <laughs> I saw a show at the Little. I go over to Ablin. I think I see you. I go, where's the spirit? Oh, it's Spy Bar. Go oh, to there next. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> it's like Spy so, Bar. Nice. I love that. Yeah. It was it's Spy cool Bar, place. though. I think Spirit Room was where that Spy was a cool Bar place. was. Back, yeah, before cool. it was a Spirit Room. Um, yeah, and you would, you would plan out your night like that. Yeah. Now it's... Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to ask Randy and Christine because they're still going out a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, we try. You know, we yeah, try. and I got to hand it to them. I mean, I know, the, I know the drive from Rochester to Williamson because we had the family cottage in Sodas for all those years. So I know that 45 minutes for me mm-hmm. to Sodas back and forth. And then you're going home and then many times coming back again. Yeah. You know, God bless your credit card for the fuel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you provide you, a great service. Well, no, there's no doing. question. As I was going to say, what are you seeing when, when you know, these guys are eyes and ears in the clubs right now that we would frequent so often. Are there less participants? Is the, is the attendance down? No. Are people buying and spending the money? Are mm-hmm. they doing, are they helping in this whole thing shake off the dust and get recovered again? After, right after the pandemic, it was slow to get people to come out again. Back, yeah. This past year, this past summer, it seemed to be, it was steamrolling. It, everybody wanted to be out. They were out, and and everybody got work, and it was really, it was really busy summer. So I expect next year is going to be even busier. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it, it's they're out there, barring any unforeseen, right? Yeah. right. You know, fooling around there. Right. And you talk about the wineries and the yeah. breweries. Yeah. All of them had outdoor music yeah. all summer long. Mm-hmm. Right. And so some of them were new to us of, to list. Yeah. So we had the to pay, root, you know, a little the bit Route more 14 tour. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A couple of friends just played at one of the cideries <coughs> in uh, Hector and another, I know, in Naples. Yeah. But I'm at the point where this, I'm just like, this is just too far from Well, me. it is. I mean, you're going to go down there and have a couple trip. cocktails and then drive home exactly. from Naples. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would go to all right, of these. Right. Like, I used to say within four hours I used to go. Like, I would always make a pilgrimage to the Hollow to see Michaela. But now I'm like, Four hours. And I'm thinking, okay, if you're playing in Buffalo, that's like an hour, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these craft beers are no joke. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're six and seven and eight percent. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll tell you, like, no. no, they can't. You know, Uber can't right. because I own a carpet cleaning business, and what happened was we broke down by Rome, and we have AAA, right? So the thing was, we call them. They couldn't because of the company. It was like we ended up in New Hartford. We got Uber. We Ubered home from Rome, New York. Oh, good Yikes. luck. Good luck. Hearing dance music the whole way. And now I've learned the thing. <laughs> that if I'm paying, you're going to play what I want. <laughs> <laughs> what was the bill? And then we'll get on to okay, the next Okay, no, it was actually, take a guess, okay, if you want. Uh, $90. $150. There were two of us. Oh, wow. I wasn't complaining. The go. walk would have taken a little while longer. Yes, I could walk a long way, but still. <laughs> well, so so with that, I won't interrupt no, no, your no, question. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. But so what you just said about you know not having to drive from here to there and this and that. So do you think that's created more of a local thing? Like you know, you think the people that are in Naples and that surrounding area is that like the place well. to go? No, 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 I you think know. they're doing really well. Yeah. I mean, one of the several of the folks that I follow in the Buffalo area. Uh, I mean, it's Maria, created different places and different things. They're, right? they're also they're also benefiting too from this. We'll use the word Renaissance post COVID, right? Yeah. Maria Sebastian has been from just you know knowing her. I know her. And we've met and talked and so on. But then following her and seeing what she's doing and what Tom Stahl is doing and all these other folks in Buffalo, they're also filling a robust market like it's happening here where people are, you know, waking up again and starting to go out and, and partake in, you know, in yeah. the activities and in the music. Well, I have to shout out to my good friends Chuck and Jeremy for what they're doing at the Rivera Theater in Genesee. Oh, there you go. That's one of them. And again, yeah. that's, that's like a... Yeah. Now, yeah. I have the curse where every time I'm going to go, and it's like about 45 minutes, uh, the weather says I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and that's the problem. Yeah. But I also think sometimes, like if you're in a small town, maybe there's not as much to do. So when something comes, you all go. And I don't think in terms of, okay, if it's not like it's been when I've been going there, it's not that far of a drive, and it's not bad. It's a beautiful venue to see music. 
Very cool. I got a question I'm going to ask both of Greg and uh, Randy and, and Christine. Do you see, in, this, in the age of technology that we have today, and we've seen how lists can be compiled every which way but loose, databases and so on, that's what everything is about today. Any way for you guys to automate to some degree how your lists would populate on your sites to help cut back some of that labor intensiveness that you sure yeah with. no that, I mean in my Go case, ahead, Greg, that's, you start. that's that's possible it's um, I I've kept to the thing because what I have is limited you know there's not that many every and and because of the format I'm in is a is a it's actually a blog it's it's and so reverse chronological and I don't post much of anything else. Do you have certain criteria that you have to meet to keep it a blog? Oh well, versus a website. Or well, whatever? it 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 is a site because it's, it's on the site. It's a URL. It's right. got pages that are static. The front page that that you come to when you go to jazzrochester.com is just a it, it is a series of posts mm -hmm. reversed chronologically or and. I keep the most recent one pinned to the top, and then if I post anything else other than the listings, which I don't tend to, you know, just because I have a day job, um, but the uh, um, that one will 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 go out to take the second piece, right? Because well, most people that are coming to my site are coming to find out what's going on, and what would you use? How would you automate it more? Uh, there are ways. I mean, there's software that I could hook in that would be, you know, basically a database, uh, much like artists have on their websites, which would, you know, arrange it chronologically. I mean, I could even do it simply through a Google. You know, there is a Google, a way of doing it through and then Google. It interfaces with your site and it brings. Yeah, it in. but it's hard to skin it so it looks, you know. Yeah. And it and so it looks right. I would have to probably move to a different software platform than I, I started this one on a, an ancient one called Typepad. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, while I've been able to redevelop it through them because they have some so that it's res what's called responsive, so that if you look at it on on your phone or on an iPad. It looks the same. It, it, it well, it doesn't look the same, but it, 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 it flows. Yeah, right. It flows into it for the most part. <clears throat> right. Um, but uh, the um, and the other way, you know, I, I distribute it in a number of different ways too, through Twitter and um, and uh, Facebook and. Well, that's a great um, point. Randy and Christine, have you entertained the Twitter, what's the other one, Twitter? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Yeah, no. no, we are not on either of those. Um, we both also have full-time day jobs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And we do this list, yeah. which yeah. is and, another full-time And job. we are kind of computer inept, so. Yeah, ah, right basics. here. That's why I have somebody yeah. else posted it. We know the basics, but um, yeah. we've been trying to get a website up and running. Um, but our biggest problem is we want a calendar on our website, and it's hard to get a calendar that works. Right, um, and it works the way you and want works it the way yeah. we want it yeah. to work. Yeah. And this uh, is this is a chronic problem. I can remember yeah. 15, 20 years ago, I was on a St. Ambrose community church. Well, you know, I was on their website um, for the church, and we were building it from scratch. It was great. It was a great experience. And then it got to the, that calendar piece, and holy. Christmas. Yeah, and, and you know, Changes like for instance, my my listings because it's a web page, I can I can put in links. I can you know, like uh, somebody wanted me to put their phone number in there for for this church church uh, gig that were, that was coming up, and and I could put in a link that literally, if they click it, it calls. You know, it or it asks you if you want to call, mm -hmm. and but. I can't do that on some count a lot of the calendar right. apps that are bookends. They have to 
hook in so that they can feed into a, a web page, uh, um, usually through some coding that you throw in. I remember it took me a long time just to get the Google Calendar figured out. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and send yeah. it out to people and, you know, and okay, here's my stuff. And, yeah. yeah, it's real simple <coughs> and it's not, and you can't really make it uh, any better than it is. So. No, actually, Greg, you know what was on last night? Pete Kelly's Blues. Jack Webb is actually, oh, yeah. for being all, like, wooden and everything, he's a lifetime jazz aficionado, and he played a jazz band. It's like just a jazz man. Did he, did he play? He, well, you know, I don't know if they, he, he had a band of actual people. I don't know if he was really did playing. He the Lee Marvin. <laughs> he talked <laughs> like it was, it was Joe Friday Dragnet? playing a jazz guy. Yeah, yeah, jazz yeah he was an actor before he was in Dragnet, you know. <laughs> I mean, he, that I've great. seen him. slam on Dragnet. Well, no, I mean, I mean, you know, I've seen him in different movies, and he's nothing like the Dragnet character. You know, I mean, he was just a regular, you know, no, you, you okay. see him in other yeah. stuff, and he's like, wow, that's that's Jack Webb, you know. Well, I mean, then you, you know, realize the whole thing was an act. Music. I didn't know he was into music. He yeah. was a huge, it's, I just, from the intro, he's a huge, huge jazz fan his whole life. And you wouldn't expect that from, like, him. You'd think, right. like, you know. Oh, well, yeah. You wouldn't think of it. No, that's why he didn't. Lee Marvin was it in. There's this, you know, and of course it's jazz in the club, so he gets involved with the mob. And... That's why I love it. Kind of like Tommy James. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of the old, old, old shows from the 50s and 60s and whatnot during the pandemic these, these past couple of years. And seeing the artists that, for example, uh, Carson had on The Tonight Show and some of the guests, one of the most fascinating things is being is seeing the guests that have been on this one show, What's My Line. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I, I mean, I have Pete really, Best was on there. I've really Spock done... Spock was on there. I just saw one. <laughs> I've done a real deep dive on What's My Line, and I mean, if you go back and see the musicians that these people oh, get yeah. on, unbelievable. Even TV scores go like for M-Squad. There's no, a mean, jazz I mean, intro. You're sitting there and you got... Louis Armstrong making a, a funny voice because, you know, he's hiding, he, he's the guest on, you know, What's My Line, and all of them, uh, uh, Ray Charles, and on, and on, and on, they had all these phenomenal musicians on, and it's really fascinating to see, how do I want to say this, from back in the day, here we're looking at the show in the 50s, what the relationships were of all these folks vis-a-vis -vis the race of the folks that were going and the language that was used for so many of the folks. It was just a different culture oh, yeah. portrayed in a whole different way than what we know or accept today. I mean, it's fascinating. It's a time capsule. I mean, I always go back to like some of the older like the older shows you were talking there was this one episode Leave It to Beaver episode <laughs> that I remember. Well, here's why I remember it. I mean I watch it, but it, you know, this one stands out because it was a kind of a Base. All those stories were very simple, basic. This is what happens with kids. They weren't that far-fetched. They weren't wise-ass kids. They weren't smarter than the parents, all that stuff. So there was this thing. There was a new kid in the school. Well, was, there was a new kid in the school, and he kept giving Beaver gifts, a pen, this, that, and the other thing. Well, it turns out they were stolen. He was lifting these things. He was a klepto or whatever he was doing. But there was this whole discussion with Beaver and his mother about how God watches you and sees everything. Now, you know, again, you know, you're, that was fine then, but now you're thinking, would they even broach that now? Would they oh, even go cl close to that? Well, what year was, you know, Beaver was done in the 60s, right? It started in 58 or so. Okay, but now you go back, I'm talking, yeah. uh, what's my line started? This first show was in 1950. Right. Apples and peaches different yeah. between 1950 and 19. So you got oh yeah. And I always use these things. I always yeah. use the context they're done in too. Yeah. I don't apply modern day. Because how would they know? You go obviously. You know. so like many of us right here, we're just born in such a different era of what. Well, it is. I know. I don't remind me because I'm coming up on the big three O in a couple weeks. Three O. Shut up. You're uh, on my show. Three <laughs> <laughs> but I've been asked this question. That one of the big things I've always had in trying to promote local music, I tried, I've tried. i been trying for years to do what I can to promote music, musicians. How do you bring sometimes the mainstream in and say, look, we have a lot of great performers here? Because this will happen so many times. And, you know, bless 
whatever you like, you like. Okay, I always say, listen to what you like. Listen to what you don't know, though. You might like it. Right. And I would have, like, so-and-so's playing. One of my friends is playing, and they'd be, eh, I never heard of them. And well, I said, give them a try. What do they like? Some bands, like, I always shout out to the Mighty High and Dry. I'll go, I really can't. It's like Americana, but it's just, it's good music, okay? Right. Just come down. I'll even treat one time. Now, not for anybody that's going to come up to me now and ask me, but... <laughs> it's like anything. <laughs> but, food, but, you know, take so a chance. They'll, you but like they'll it. say to me, though, that, well, okay, oh, well, we have an Eagles tribute band to go to. You want to come with us? And uh, like, to that point, you know, Greg, what is what is uh, John Nugent's uh, tagline? He said, it's not who you know, it's what... It's not... Oh gosh, it's who you don't know. That's right. Yeah. It's not who you know. It's right. who you don't know. So I didn't that's, 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 that's exactly. Should that. know. That's exactly. And like why I always I... say, like some bands, like I always call Nick Lowe a gateway drug, in a way. Just jump in. That's Just exactly jump in. I, I will. I will. So that's how we do it. But it's like a gateway drug where, like, you learn, you start, okay, it's sort of pop, but punk. Then you go from there. And I've always said, like, some jazz, if you, like, maybe do the light jazz, it's like if you read, read, read Joyce's Ulysses. You don't want to read it when you're. Well, I could read it when I was nine, probably, but it's about yeah. humble brag. But you don't want to read it till you've read the Iliad, you've read a lot of other things, so you're not going to know what the heck's going on by the time you're 30. Good time passer. <laughs> now, after interrupting you, go Wait, on. Wait, did, did Homer do lists? <laughs> <laughs> Homer Simpson. Uh, Greg, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Well, uh, uh, gosh. No, I, don't I didn't know you were talking though. I thought you stopped. What was your question it. again? But, uh, John Nugent, I swiped his. I swiped his thing. Yeah, and John, John, that's what I like about the jazz fest to some extent. Yeah. Just because it gives you such an opportunity to hear all sorts of. He doesn't bring in a a lot of out groups, but he does. You know, jazz well, groups. There. But there are some. And there's always a few, and for but to your question about the mainstream, is that and, and that's part of their plan. That's why they have free shows, um, you know, to get the everyman to, down there, to get everybody down there to see these big these big free shows with name acts coming from you know. And this year was like you know it was huge because they yeah. took all the shows they would have had in Eastman Theater and put them out on Parcel 5. But then they, you know, they, they go by and hear people playing at the Alvin Grid stage. They go by and hear people playing on, on uh, Gibbs, you know, or, right. or and, you know, they, they hear, <laughs> or they pay 20 bucks and go in and see something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we see and, people you know, because it. somebody tells them, some of their friends say, I just saw that you got to catch the 10 o'clock show or whatever. I always try to make and, those shows at that church, that German church, the Lutheran yeah, church, whatever. Because those are well, always really cool, interesting, out type things. Wasn't that not a venue this year? Wasn't no, that, that, that church was. That it's was? no longer the Lutheran uh, Church of the Re Reformation. It's now... Glory House. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, and uh, uh, they they didn't have the church uh, um, on Easton and uh, um, Christchurch. Christchurch. Yeah. They didn't have that one Broadway, this year Broadway. because they were going undergoing some renovations, I believe. And that's usually where the uh, the people from the UK come. Right. right. Which, by the way, I miss a lot. I missed that a lot this year because. I tend to hang out with the musicians from that be, yeah. uh, because they it's all close to Mo's. because they always come to Moe's <laughs> because the because they all smoke. <laughs> now you I talk about lists. How, do, how does John Nugent and those guys? How do they put that stuff together? You know, how do they? Well, he's got people. Here's but the difference. They had some at at Glory House. To year. Greg's question, he's got musicians that are pounding on his door to get on his right. list. And you guys don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're pounding on their doors right, to put yeah. their information on your list. Mm -hmm. Very That's well. the good, good point. right there. I'm going to cycle back real quick. And we were talking about uh, clubs. And my, my, one of my pet peeves is when people complain about the cover charges. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, mm -hmm. okay, $5 is not a lot. You're losing a beer? Give me a break. So, okay, you get to 10 and 15, that's a lot. But if it's a big show, you know, that's still cheap. I always tell them when I get a little bit upset, I said, you know what? I'd like to just take you in a freaking time machine, plop you or a teleporter, plop you in New York City, oh, 
Pay twenty bucks to walk in the door. And pay ten bucks a beer, yep. and then we'll see what you got to say. With a two drink minimum on the table, right? Yeah. Ticket. And let me see what you got to say about your five dollars then. Right. You know, because right. that really bothers me, especially if you're getting the door. I mean, come on. I mean, like when I played at Lux, I mean, I can't believe that place. Are you seeing any of the venue owners so doing great. anything differently in regards to paying? The, the bands are they changing it up at all they're still well, kind of cheap i mean yeah. they seem be a to question be for the musician because yeah, yeah. i don't they seem to be a little better you much. can demand a little more like i mean i played last night at the eagle out in Leroy there and that was it was a trio and it was like 450 uh, you know the reason that i asked so they're trying to get a little better with the money but you know, they're trying to save money too, but yeah, I think you got to prove yourself too. You go in there cheap, seeing, and then you know, you know, with the jazz stuff, at least in the, uh, we're seeing a lot more um, duos, right? Uh, like you know, like out in Farmington, for instance, at the Prosecco, mm -hmm. Prosecco mm -hmm. it's almost all duos, well, and, mean, and and, and that's because they can't, you know. Apparent, I don't know how much they pay, so I, I don't, but um, yeah, a couple hundred bucks, everybody's but, you know, makes everybody, money. It, but you know, a working musician needs at least a hundred bucks, uh, you know, right for each member of the band to make it even worth it. You know, the other thing, too, the other thing, too, is a lot of these clubs, this a stage is an afterthought. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. look at this great job yeah. we did re 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 doing this club. Oh, yeah. wait, no stage. Well. Put that triangle in the corner. We'll just put all our thing there. You know, and then they give you this little two-by-four closet to play in, you know, and it's, you're banging into each other, so. Yeah. I got another question for Randy. And for There's Christine. no room for big bands. No what, what do you guys <laughs> foresee coming up? What, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go with Get Your Gig? Uh, <laughs> we want to get the website up and going, but yeah. we want to do it the way we want to do it, and it's challenging it's the website is not going to take uh it's not going to make life easier for us because we're no. still going to have to put the information in right, right so what will it do it we would like it uh more popular because a lot of people still doesn't they either aren't on facebook they don't know about get your gig on and uh you know essentially there's a lot of music happening out there mm -hmm. and it if, any kind of genre you want to hear, it's out there, and and people don't know, and they've never heard of heard of uh, you know a lot of people are getting fed up with Facebook. They don't like right. it. And, well, you, yeah, and and pretty much that's you know we're my site's demographically challenged for for that too because nobody no young people aren't on Facebook at all, mm -hmm. right? And uh, right now I can't use Instagram for what I do. Right. I use Instagram to every time I'm at a gig, I take a post picture, track. post a picture. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but uh, but you know, and Twitter Twitter's not really a place people go to right. for music. No, right. I throw them on there anyway. Though on Twitter, yeah. I just share it and throw it on there because yeah. people just troll it. You know, and what you're interested. And most of my right. stuff, I you know, it automatically I'll I automatically post it to Twitter, Facebook, and, right. and, and well, not Instagram, but um, but the the uh, it, it's you know, but I don't want to pick up another, you know. I don't want to go on to Snapchat. I don't want to go. <laughs> right. On, I'd love, you know, I'd love to try it. Mm -hmm. TikTok. You know what? I'll tell what you am what. I, what am I? How am I going to do? I refuse to go on a TikTok. Video <laughs> I, got, I got a couple of teenagers of living with us, international students, and from what it is that I see them using their phones and how they use their phones and the apps. I'm lost. I mean, right. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm good with computers. Yeah. That I was an IT you director. Well, you, you yep. know. You I, are. I was Ken, help. Where's the on button? And, <laughs> I'm lost, and I'm lost with what it is that they're doing in the applications. Yeah. Because it, they're not calling to me. They're not in my wheelhouse. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, they that's, are for the kids. And, and I don't know how I would leverage it to do what I do. Basically, all the other stuff is to point people back. I don't, you know, do individual gig listings going out on Twitter, for instance. Even though I've got 12, um, you know, like 11, I lost about a thousand after Elon Musk. Oh, <laughs> I wonder if it'd be well, worth getting a third party to uh, like... About 11,000 uh, yeah, 11, on Twitter. That's pretty good. Well, yeah, but that's all over the world. 
uh, there's a lot of because there's a good chunk of people that think my 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 website is in Rochester, uh, Minnesota. No, <laughs> at Rochester, UK. Oh, oh where's that? So you always get people that are trying to get their own note. You know, note, yeah, especially yeah. when you have a site that has a, quite a few followers or Twitter handle that has a few followers. You'll get people just hoping you'll follow them back so that your followers will see their site. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I have to point out, you know, uh, U.S. Is, is there any way you could get a third party, you know, to, like, set up a template for you guys to, to and then, you know, just pay them? I mean, we have a template. Yeah, we use a template. Yeah. It's a pretty easy yeah. piece. Yeah, there yeah. Is a, and there is a template for jazz a jazz calendar that I could have uh, at... Uh, I, because well, I don't know that much about it, but I just know what they're But that, I lose control of it then. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, okay. Uh, I, I can't put on because, you know, I, I know stuff about these artists that some some guy that... You had a beer with Mel Henderson last week. You could put something in there about... Yeah, yeah. That's right, a good yeah, point. You know, or, or I know personal. that... Right. You know, I can... I can And I can make put in links and things like that that I can't on some of these other things, so... And to then, and we, when we're out, we video a lot. Right. If it's a new venue, he'll get on and he'll walk around the venue and show you the venue. And that's, yeah. You know, and we'll video who's playing just to give people a taste of something new that they've never seen before. Yeah. And it just gives everyone exposure. It gives the venue exposure. It gives the band exposure. Um, you yeah. know, we have like 12,500, so we'd love to get that number up. But that's pretty good. That's, he started with good, just yeah. a couple hundred. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my yeah. Facebook page and that's a Facebook is about no. ten. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that's and it's a group which uh, which group. works yeah. for what they do. A private it, group. It, yeah. um, it's a private group, and it works really well because see, I don't know if anybody sees my right, uh, right. my page. Right. I've got thirteen hundred followers, but that's. You know, um, but that wow. I don't know That's who's, good. you know, maybe 60 people will see an individual post. Mm -hmm. And I can tell that because because there's an analytics thing that goes mm -hmm. on in the background for owners. I'll ask the both of you collectively, is your, and in Greg's, Greg's case, the website, in your case, the, um, the Get Your Gig List on Facebook, is it doing what you guys wanted it to do? Are you happy with results of what it's providing is it still fulfilling something in you that the reason that you wanted to originally start the list okay. yeah i mean so i i want to push it further i've been limited just because of time, available time mm -hmm. um uh, i've got a fairly you know demanding job how would you do um, that? How would you push it further? How would you make Well, that's where I'm at now because, you know, I'm rounding up to 62 now, so I'm starting to think about my second act. And <laughs> 62? I'm I remember retired, 62. Damn it, I don't want to work. <laughs> and I, who knows, you know, because uh, um, I work for a, 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 a large company. I, I may not have a choice about when that yeah, retirement yeah. happens. Been there, done that. But... You know, but it's uh, you know over the next few years, I I hope to, you know, I, I've got a brand. Um, I'm you know trying to be more active. I want to do more writing in it, other than the mm -hmm. lists. Mm -hmm. um, I I basically right now a lot of it is I know what I should be doing, but I don't have time to do all of those things. Mm -hmm. we can really um, I may as I may start sponsoring shows around town Ooh. Uh, Ooh. or or working with venues i want to do it because it's jazz rochester i want to do it focus on the, on the city mm -hmm. there's only a couple things going there are a few th more things going on in the city now um uh, weekly things going on in in the city itself um but most of those are are or Eastman students. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done a retrospective of like you know how jazz was like with the Pithod Room and, and things like that, or and I, where it I is would now? I have to do that because I don't. I have. I've only been here since two thousand two, 
uh, I'd have to do that. I will have to say my old friend Tony from Empire Comics would bring up the pit that room a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was a big scene. No, we have a rich jazz history. Being a little younger than all of you, it sort of, I'd have to look back at it and hear stories. But one of the best parts is my show. <laughs> well, we're out of time. Thanks a lot for listening. I have to say one thing. I became really good friends with Mezca and my friend Nestor. It's a Cuban band that played it. So we had followed them because of the nonsense with their country. They couldn't get back in the States. That. So we'd go see them in Toronto or see them in Ottawa. And I saw Aretha Franklin that time at Ottawa, which was awesome. Well, we had Toronto, which was awesome. But Ottawa, I saw probably the best jazz band I've ever seen. This was like, I didn't even know they were a jazz band. Stone Temple Pilots played at the Jazz Fest. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, some of the stuff straddles the line, but that's but, good. Like he said, it gets people... Yeah. But no, generic question, it, it, it brings it's people not, in. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like Booker T and the MGs, Mozart, yeah. you know. Well, but the yeah, Jazz Fest yeah. here is like that, and people are always oh, complaining absolutely. about... And it's like, no, if we just had the jazz, the, you know, what is called jazz right. you know it, it, we would have about yeah. 3,000 people <laughs> right. Right. downtown right. you know which would be nice but it's a whole different ball game when it's 200,000 people yeah I think he's got the days. mix down pretty and it's good. like yeah. bring in like everything like bring a nice mix of everything I oh, saw yeah. the Scottalites one year I was psyched like my friends like the Scottalites are coming yeah. but just a generic question how did all of you we've talked about look how did you get into all like local and everything and say this is really cool instead of like just mainstream so we've o i've always when i was young drinking age was 18. i oh, was yeah. in music <laughs> venues what is it now 21. <laughs> <laughs> it was 19 for a year or two yeah for a year and then i went to 21. but oh. i was in <laughs> venues at 15. Uh, you didn't need ID. You didn't, you know. Ah, the good old days. Yeah. yeah. I was so, playing in them when I was 16. Yeah. So I remember all the, Scary. you know, Black Sheep and all those bands. Not I bad. saw all those bands. <laughs> I was at the Penny Arcade all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, Island Cottage. Um, so I grew up in the scene. And right. I, and I've loved it since I was young. So it's a carryover. The yeah, Orange Monkey. You remember though how Penny Arcade for a while had this scary image like you're gonna get killed. I go down there, dude biker dudes would be eating ice cream. I know. <laughs> like you can't look scary eating ice cream. The only the yeah. only incident I ever had at the Penny Arcade, I got pushed into some guy, he looked like uh five hundred pound ZZ top roadie, and all he did was say don't push, man. <laughs> but nothing, you know. But then you tried to look tough, and then your parents had to pick you up afterwards. Right. It's like, yeah, we're bad. We're bad. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Yeah. Can I have an ice cream? And I got into scourges and stuff when I was underage because I knew, like, some people in the bands. But <laughs> God, they don't. That's funny because I used to play at this place that was on Carter and Norton. It's a rug place now. Carter King's Lounge. Was a... It used to be called the Garden Grill, and it was King's Lounge. And I played there in a band when I was in high school. And, I mean, you know, it was one of those mob kind of joints. And, you know, I mean, it was an eye-opener. Like I mean, skinnies, right? No. Did you say mob kind of joint? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> mob? Like mob. Yeah. yeah. But what was, used to be funny. Was, skinnies was mob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, same thing. You know, I'll but, take Rochester yeah. history for a hundred dollars. And, then, you know, I remember a couple of those owners were like, you're not that old, are you? You know, and all this stuff. And I was like, well, you know, so they just kind of let it go. But I remember my mother, oh, my God, and the teasing never stopped. My mother would come over there. They had a big picture window in the front, and she'd bang on the window and tell me to come home. And it was like. You're sitting in a joint playing drums, and yeah. your mother's banging on the window. Oh, yeah, man. I, I've, you know, I've been there. That was that's a very bully, weird. That's bully Greg. They still, they still, I still get grief about that one. Hey, what's your mom going to come get you? But I, I, I see you play out again. I wanted to ask Randy and Christine, do you guys, and you too, Greg, do you have a certain, because you said you had limited time, do you have certain days or something? Well, Cut-offs. Three every hours day. a week I'm going to do this, or two hours no, a day no, I'm going to do no. this. We it's work on day. ours every day. We're every working day. on multiple days of the week every single day. Yeah, okay. yeah they have to yep. do what they do. Yeah. 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 No, I, I write my listings post every, every Wednesday. Okay, there you go. So and, yes. and now it's kind of, it's basically because during the pandemic or 
not during the pandemic, but like after the shutdown, when things started opening up a little bit, there just wasn't enough to put out. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah, just got pretty sparse. Right. Yeah. So I started gathering goat looking forward and that's actually worked out for me so yeah. now it looks out a couple months because i know i have to do stuff in the morning or else by the by by the end of the day i don't want to do nothing anymore so i like the morning i just take care of everything go on the facebook do this do I that i remember the past couple of years looking through randy and christine's list like getting to a monday and tuesday and only seeing one or two or three things yeah. oh yeah i'm yeah, thinking yeah. to myself Oh, good. I don't have to go out. <laughs> I got to the point, too, where before it was, I used to say... What's going on at Ken's house tonight? I used to say it's about the bugs yard. I like to tell, like, Bobby, when I go there, like, Bobby T, I go, remember when the shows wouldn't even start till around, like, 1230? Oh, yeah. You know what? To your yeah. point, that's another That's another good point. Yeah. This happens starting mm-hmm. early. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Yep. I mean, 530, 5 yep. o'clock, mm-hmm. I'm seeing some shows. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. done by 7. And you're mm-hmm. like, what are you doing the rest of the night? Yeah. I mean, I Where can you, see... Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, ten. But it used to go ten, eleven, twelve, one. Yeah, right. right. At least one or two. It, it allowed, yeah. yeah. And it it can allow you to hop, hop a little. Which yeah. You just. Uh, which is what we I do. mean, I <laughs> I uh, did my first hop since before the pandemic. Uh, went to see something at uh, Record Archive. I saw Bill Tiberio at Record yeah. Archive, and then I went to the Bop Shop. I wonder yeah, if that's so. by design to get people to go out to more things. I don't things. think so. I think it's just coincidence <laughs> I, that everybody. I think it was back. a necessity that came yeah. out of COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People I don't want did us. my. I did my one hop like recently too. I saw Lisa ah, Rodriguez really. and I saw Grease Creepers at the bug jar. But people don't want to stay out yeah, late. Well, yeah, yeah, no, really. Really yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't want to stay out late. Uh, you know, and DWIs are mm-hmm. are. Nothing and, good happens yeah. after midnight. Right, right, right. right. So, <laughs> what do you foresee? Just you know, speculation with you know we're at we're winter's doorstep now, and it it tends to slow down. Yeah, uh, the first latitudes of January. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah January and uh, February. Yeah. You know, everybody everybody's coming home for the holidays if they're on the road or whatever. But locally, yeah, I mean, everybody's just staying. <clears throat> Getting through the holidays, and then once January hits, okay, got to book for summer. Got to got to mm-hmm. reach out to the venues, and got to reach out and and yeah, so get our summer calendar. Have you going. seen a change in the New Year's thing? Because I haven't played a New Year's gig yeah, in forever. There's not yeah. a lot yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're mostly a lot of the jazz musicians in town play private gigs. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing yeah. afternoon yeah. on New Please Year's Eve. Eve. That's what I'm seeing afternoon on New surprised. Year's Eve. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I, I, I always didn't really want to go out New Year's Eve like the past years before COVID, but last yeah, times right. I did, it was mm-hmm. actually pleasant because there weren't many people like drive. I'd always worry about idiots all over the road. Right. It was actually quiet, mm-hmm. which I was glad of. And a lot of the bigger bands, if they're going to do New Year's Eve, they do a package deal at a hotel. Right. So you don't have to drive afterwards. Yeah. You stay right there. But That's the it's still it, sparse. Yeah. It's very few. I, I would yeah. believe that. I really would. Yeah, but this is. I have to also say thanks to our guests for helping promote music. Just Absolutely. Yes, thank you so Absolutely. much. That's a big, uh, big kudos to, to I mean, That's all guys. I tried to do. Like, I couldn't carry a tune if you helped, like, if I had people carrying the luggage. But I tried to promote local music as much as I can. I, I want to address uh, one thing before we sail off here. Did you mention the beaver? No. Yeah, are you going back to the beaver? I'm not getting hurt. All no, right. I'm not getting tough on Stay the beaver. Stay away from the beaver. <laughs> Get to your point. I wanted to address Randy and Christine's much needed rules of etiquette. What are, what are on, they, Greg? On, on the site. Well, not bullying. Keep your opinions nice, and mm-hmm. you know, because people get on there, it's not a, it's not a bully yeah, pulpit, it's totally and it's not, not a place for political talk. You know, no, it's no. like you know, okay, you don't like the band, great, don't go. Right, but it's you know, not, you don't need to ruin it for anybody else. Anybody. And I just that's, think it's great that I, you yeah. pointed that that's out. That's what I try to say on here. Yeah. Everybody likes what they like. We're trying. To, we're a positive show. We don't want to bring up positive music. We don't want to bring up politics and music. And we want. I want music to bring everybody together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, you go out and have a good time. You don't care. You don't want to talk about that crazy. That's stuff. why Bono never comes on. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he can't, like, he's well, been off. Bon, did Bono cancel him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, Bono. Yeah, we've been trying, but his agent's stuff. You know, but also, too, I always say, like, I got called hipper than thou one time, like a music snob. Like what you like, okay? And right. I just try to say, what I always say is, okay, if I don't like it, okay, it's just not my taste. 
for whatever reason. If you like what you like, it's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. like a competition. But right. I think it's people important like that you like. point those things out. Yeah. I mean, because people right. are just well, people stupid are, online. People want to yeah. argue about anything simple. these days. Yeah. And I think there's like this negativity. Like any movie comes out, you got to hate it. You know, I got to hate this, hate this, no. hate this. Yeah. No. I have. I, I haven't had too much of that on my No, side. like Taylor Swift, it's like somebody's like, well, I would like to sell as many albums as Taylor Swift. Because people don't get all incensed about Yeah. So they do about whether jazz is miles, you know, things that happened around the 50s and 60s and stuff, but they don't actually argue about it. No, it's like me. <laughs> but I'm they like, could. I'm but a, they, oh, they I've could. I'm sure they have I've arguments had conversations with jazz folks that they know their stuff. And, and, you know, I try not to, you know, I, I'm fairly, I've got a broad ear and... While I do like what I like, mm-hmm. I try not to impose that on other people. Well, so. I mean, the same way. Not everybody's what is your, 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 of the jazz spectrum? Yes. Greg, what is your niche that you really, you go to? What is your go-to niche? Man, I, I tend more uh, challenging, uh, but... I don't have a... Are these sphincter saxophones? No, well, a few hogs here and there. Hey, now. But I like, I like you know, bands that, that do that, but are also, you know, it's not all that. You know, they'll they'll have an out portion and then bang, they're, yeah. they're, yeah. In, they're in a groove. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's, and there's a lot of bands out there uh, and a lot of artists out there that are, you know... Oh, crazy phenomenal. Yeah. I have one but, for you, which I'm sure you probably heard of, because I know you know a lot more than I do about jazz. The Die Like a Dog Quartet. I've heard of them. You could go, I asked Tom Cohen one day, I go, and take me out there on jazz. Take me really out there. It's like 45 plus minutes nonstop of what you just said. Who is, who is this person? The Die Like a Dog Quartet. They might be German. And the way I learned it, I just would tell Tom Cohen... Okay, I want something way out there for jazz. I want open my mind on this. I'll, I'll give Greg one that stuck from Jazz Fest. Well, many that stuck, but two that stuck prevalently for me: Girls in Airports. Yeah. Still listening, and Shake Stew. Uh huh. Still talking to Lucas. Yeah. The guys in the band, and this is so cool. This is what happens. Well, we can talk about this a little bit in the music community. You you get to know these folks. Now these people live in Germany. But now, because of social media, I'm talking to these guys like yeah. they're living down the street. Yeah. Like, like well, I said, with Nessa. Yeah, yeah. And, and I also said, like, so the one cool. thing and I, like, I appreciate most, like, a lot of artists, I'm like, okay, it's music. But seeing Mose Allison in person for me really meant something because I love Mose so much. And seeing him play. And he dressed like this, like, this purple jacket, like claw hammer, <laughs> sneakers. It was great. Crazy. <laughs> and just for that, and I think people can appreciate like stuff like that. But I've also learned, yeah, like that. But if you want to see girls in airports, you know, it's Rochester General's not too far. If you want to pay the parking, you look like a weirdo though. <laughs> I have a question for Greg. <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, go ahead. No, please. Um, this is kind of a weird thing. This is one of my own. Wait a minute, things. is it appropriate? <laughs> it is. Appropriate. All right, we have mixed company. How do we get? Okay. All the people that come to the jazz festival, (laughs) how do we get them to come downtown the rest of the year? You don't. That's... Because they feel safe because there's cops and there's this and there's a hundred thousand. And it's not getting any better. That's... I mean, if it's not not safety, uh, it's parking. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I came here from Chicago in 2002. You know, so one, nobody... Here knows anything about traffic. I've been the Buddy Guys Club. And <laughs> nobody here knows. I mean, I used yeah, to park my, a mile away from a, a, right. a place I was going to see music. Uh-huh. Or, you know, because if I went into a lot, if there were any lots nearby, Your car wouldn't be it would be $20, yeah. $20 $30. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I had in my pocket to buy a beer to mm-hmm. right. Right. and pay the pay the cover charge and all right. the other mm-hmm. stuff. Good point. You know, so, yep. so, uh, um, it it's uh, it it that's you know I think right now it you know safety is a question that just always bothered it, me too. Unfortunately, because, you know. being you know <clears throat> it's not you know I I'm downtown all the time and it's really you know yeah you know and I came here from Chicago so I know 
what to look for, where, right. where, when, and where not to be, and 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 those things. But I I think that you know some of it's overblown, but there's been recent stuff that's made sure. it feel it's perception. You know, I have part of it too. I have a friend of mine who's and there's and there's it, and it's I used to go like I visited more. a friend in Philadelphia, so, so I know I would go Rochester's Park everything. Get to Philadelphia, get me back to Rochester, oh, yeah. <laughs> like in terms of that. But also too, is there like a percentage oh. of people who come from out of town to the Jazz Fest? So you're not probably going to expect to see them, you know, coming in all this way right. from everywhere. Well, I, I don't know what the percentage is because I'm not even sure. Um, I mean, I'm sure they have an idea. John, John and, and Mark have an idea, um, but uh, yeah, it, I I think you know you hear you probably do see a lot. Some people come in that weren't weren't coming in to see or to see bands that they saw at the Jazz Fest when they played in the city. How would you know though? Right? But you, yeah. wouldn't know. you wouldn't know. It's just yeah. like a. It is a perception yeah. of safety. A lot of it is perception. That's the thing change. is, yeah. is that yeah. And I used to work at. I used to do doors at bars downtown for like ten years. I know how to what to recognize, where not to go, how right. to just and everything exactly. else. Exactly. And and but you know like that was one of the things when I'm coming here from Chicago again. When I came here, you know, I I I would. Uh, I used to go see stuff at Milestones. Right. And I would literally I drive up, park across the street. Walk across And then the I was used to showing up early so I could get a place to right. stand, you know, <laughs> sit or stand and, and, uh, and, and see the opening band. And, and I found out soon enough that nobody goes to, right. to the opening. later, right. <laughs> I found it out still that way. And then, you know, so I would show up and there'd be no, I'd park across the street pay you know whatever till 6 p.m and then walk in and there'd be nobody there for till for an hour or so yeah that's a a shame but but, that's the way it goes but uh yeah so i mean it's not but where whereas in chicago i would go to see something at lounge acts or these places where you'd see kind of some of the you know out-of-town bands and things like that similar to milestones and it would you you'd be barely able to get in the door two hours before the show. Well, that's that's a big metropolitan. There's a yeah. big cultural difference oh, yeah. in some of these bigger cities because people nightlife no. No, but exists the in other cities, not here so much. After this has been great, we could do like four hours. I'm sure like we always can do. But I want to watch the Vikings and the Jets. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, but the we'll thing is, go. now yeah. I want to say everything. Thank you. Thank you very much to our guest, and in a minute we'll say where you can find us. Now you have no excuses not to see these local shows, because now you know when they're playing. All right, we got jazzrochester.com, Greg's site on, um, on the web, and he's also got a presence on Facebook as well. And Twitter. And Twitter and, and Instagram. And Instagram, so he's Ooh. all over those places. All, the same, all with jazzrochester. Jazzrochester.com <laughs> gets you there, and with uh, Randy and Christine, it's uh, on Facebook, the Get Your Gig On. Right. And if you're not a member of the group, join. Yep. We will vet you. He will and she will vet yeah. you yeah, yeah. closely. Oh, right. so I'm not going to join. You can't no. <laughs> Don't <laughs> worry, I know all the musicians. <laughs> I know the show. They have a filter for him. <laughs> <laughs> they just got me. No, you know about this. You know, because of Greg Previous. They just nailed me for promoting, like, pornography. Well, I, stop doing that. <laughs> you, know, you know what it was, right? You know, yeah, you know what it was. It was, I put up a Rolling Stones video yeah, from yeah, Sticky yeah, Fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm promoting the pornography. And body image or something. What did, it's what, from a record album. Yeah, right? I put sway up. No, just keep yeah. away. It's from just envy, man. That's all. <laughs> keep away from Roxy music. Then. Yeah. That's right. Well, I was gonna put. I was gonna put Velvet Underground Stop. afterwards and everything. Yeah. But this is sometimes we'll do like we'll have you on. We'll all do lists of lists of lists or something. Yeah. Lists of Brahms and. I don't know. <laughs> but it's been great. Thanks for coming down, everybody. And now Thank you had to drive a little Thanks, bit. Thanks, Rob, for having me. And we'll also uh, we have. We always play music at the end. Jazz wins this time. Exactly. <laughs> we had Charlie Ballantyne in town, the Bob Shop. I was very impressed. I had a nice talk about him. He's from Indiana and a big Kurt Vonnegut fan who's in my top five of favorite writers. And he did a jazz album called Vonnegut based on Canadian guests, like for a stick of gum with an album called Vonnegut with the with the songs are based on. Well, I would think it's the carnival, so I don't expect much. <laughs> so we'll play. And Kurt, I think is it Kurt stuff? Is it yeah, the right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Bravo, you win the hey, pony. But, the uh, <laughs> these are jazz songs, so you know we don't want to have anybody listening for 30 minutes. Do we need to so, cue Andy? I, oh, no, we'll do that. But <laughs> I will say uh, I don't think any song fits better for this show, for the carnival, than the song titled Space Wanderer. So we'll play <laughs> Charlie yeah, Bell yeah, Space Wanderer. And thanks, everybody. Thank you. 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 Thank you.